This is your boy John. It's your boy Shiloh. We are running a little duo cast. It's just me and Shiloh today. It's gonna be a fun one. We got a lot of little topics, a lot of little memories to go down over the past month. Just the two of us. Okay. We can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely excited for this one. Of course, you know. Um, yeah, we do, man. So, so, so let's go ahead and dive into it. Uh, I feel like this past Sunday, for those that don't know. Um, we had a fantasy football draft, and uh, we've been we've been running this now for probably about what's seven eight years now. I mean, realistically, we've been playing since we were high school, but like it didn't really become competitive to probably like twenty sixteen. So yeah, about like eight years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then of course you know for us and especially in this league, you know this is something to where um we're gonna be doing for the rest of our lives type beat you know that this league is all best friends pretty much we just added a new member we did mr Mr. michael uh taking over for the best montano miss mel currently on the ir just had a baby in the retirement oh yeah she can come out of retirement (laughs) one day one day yeah um so yeah so um so yeah we had we have him coming in, but for the most part, like I said, just a just whole bunch of brothers, brotherhood uh, that we want to expand for a lifetime. So let's just dive into it. Uh, what, what were your reactions coming from the? Yeah, it was a fun draft. I mean, like we all get together. It's just like nothing's changed. That's always a cool part about it. As far as like, the draft going, I mean, we say this all the time, but like you can never mock draft or project our picks mm-hmm. for this league because everyone's just always trying to like outsmart or like do what they think best so i mean this is one of those drafts where like you said so yourself i snapped some of your picks and like i wasn't even trying to it just how the draft board fell like you got to get your, you got to get your the guys that you feel like you're gonna give them the most value yeah so definitely like a, a big a really interesting draft um we had nick chubb go second which no one really saw coming shout mm-hmm. out to adrian yep shout out to adrian yeah. for that one that was uh and I honestly don't knock the pick. Too. I don't knock the pick, but it's just like this is how I always look at it, of like a value, like picks like that. It's just like oh, well, let me back to the backstory then. Okay, this is the backstory of it. Is Adrian tried to trade down? Okay. Oh yes, yes. For yes, yes. for absolutely nothing. They're like, this is like one of those things. If that's a pick you're gonna make, like, hey, why not just shoot and try to get a pick swap? So like, hey, you know what? Like, I know who I'm gonna pick. Let me see if six or seven wants to swap picks, and then maybe I get like a third or fourth back. Because mm-hmm. you have the second pick. Yeah. So it's just like in my mind, like if you're gonna make that pick, try to get something in return for it. So oh, okay. yeah. So so even more context to to the viewers. There, there's a trade that that was proposed by our number two pick and our number nine uh, pick. It was just a straight up a straight up trade, which for anybody in fantasy football knows for for the ninth pick to go up to the second overall pick for nothing is absolutely absurd. So, it, yes. it would be like the freaking Super Bowl runner-up trading for the like fifth pick mm-hmm. yes. for nothing. Just being like, all right, here you guys go. We're going to swap. I don't want to pick a fifth. So I want to pick freaking 31st. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 of course, as a nice, beautiful league that we are, we, uh, we beat the hell out of that. So um, didn't come to pass. Uh, 
to Mr. Runner Up, I, he he actually drafted drafted great Mr. Eric. Yeah. So um, he got his guy. Yeah, everything everything t- turns out, and and that's the fun thing about our league and a lot of leagues that we'll set up that have the majority of us is the fact of you know. Um, you can never mock draft for our league. No matter what you do, no matter what you think may happen, 95% of the time, some, something's going to be a wrench in it. So that's the fun part. That's what makes, um, like I said, especially this particular money league, because this is a money league. Um, for everybody, our buy-in is 200 So um, we, have a, we have a great system indeed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, uh, Another thing that, that, of course, I like to talk about is, um, one, we actually did a manual, a, a live draft. So it wasn't just on, on, on the, the phone. Computer. We, we um, shout out to Reed. We got them all printed out, all the names, print them out on two different tables. Um, and we actually had a board. So like, you would write your name and you place them just nice and live. Uh, that's how we did it. And this year was a lot more efficient than last oh, year. Oh, yeah. And uh, last year we were heavy on the hard liquor, so <laughs> we semi learned our, our lesson this year. Uh, we evolved <laughs> <laughs> very much. So. We, it was like we did season one, and season one was like a shit show, but it was still good. And then season two was like the best season where we were gonna be like, all right, like we all are shit. Figure out, let's make this work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that's that's always the fun part, and then. Um, so yeah, let's go into let's go into our teams, you know. And then I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna start off with this. I'm I'm really happy with my draft. The one thing that I did do that, that I, I actually did reach for, which which I, I I'm actually gonna put as my worst pick because we're gonna go through our worst, our best pick, and then our sleeper pick. So I'm gonna start this off. My worst pick was actually a reach pick. I put uh, James Cook in the third round. That was my absolute reach. And the only reason why I say that is because looking at some of the people that went after, I believe I believe T. Higgins went after. Mm-hmm. I believe a few others, like the guys that would have really cemented my team. But, you know. When, you got Keenan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when, when sometimes when you overthink, especially with our with the RB market the way it is, um, sometimes you want to just kind of grab a guy that may take a hold of a backfield or may have certain percentages. And, you know, when, when you look back, you're like, damn. So that, that, that's going to be my worst pick. My best pick, like I said, for me, I'm running with this man. It's Mr. B. John Robinson. I mean, I'm, I'm very, very high on him. He's giving me girly vibes plus more. I think I told you uh, that. Yeah, I, I say more LT vibes. Yeah. I think he's, he's, a, he's like an LT style runner. He's able to do uh, catching and blocking. Hmm. So I think he's going to be maybe a nice fantasy product. Yep. And then... Yeah, I love it. Like I said, that that was my main dude that I was like, no matter what I do in life, I'm going to get him. And, I, and that's the funny thing, too. Like, that's part like how my draft board fell was, like, that was going to be my pick if he fell. Mm. And then if he fell, then I already knew who I had to take. So I'll get, I'll get to that more on my team later. But, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> and then and if, for my sleeper pick, see, I'm... I'm very interested. This is actually going to be a two-part because they're both rookies. So... Um, Mr. Addison, the wide receiver for the Vikings, slash Zay Flowers. Those are two interesting uh, pieces only because Addison's going to command at least a 15% target share from the Vikings because that's, that's what roughly Thielen's was. So that's going to be very interesting to see if he can, of course, do more with that. 
And then, of course, it's Zay Flowers. He has a great connection with Omar. He's running the slot. You have OBJ and Bateman, but... The offense is going to be different, too. Mm-hmm. The offense is going to be different. I feel like I feel like it, it's going to be tailored to, to, to that intermediate slot, give him a gadget play. So those two guys are my real sleepers from a perspective of I'm running a 4RB strategy. So my two wide receivers, I just got to make sure I pick good. I have D-Hop and then uh, Elijah Moore and a few other people. So that's why... Elijah Moore's on Cleveland, right? Uh, yes, he is. Yeah. Which I'm, 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 I'm very excited about yeah. too. So what about you? Oh, yeah. Dude, this is probably my best draft I feel like I've had in a couple of years. I just feel like I really rounded out my team well. This is like the first time where I went running back heavy. Mm-hmm. So um, my first round pick was Travis Kelsey. I was at eight. Uh, dog. Yeah, it's dog. Just reliable. He... Literally makes a like usually a weakness in the roster with the tight end spot and to a complete strength that you don't have to worry about. Mm-hmm. I had him last year and it just it was nice having that. Um, and then I went running back heavy. I just went running back heavy and I went. I got I was able to get, have Saquon fall to me at I think twelve or no not twelve thirteen. Mm-hmm. So Saquon fell to me at thirteen. Uh, Jonathan Taylor I got in the third. We'll see how that pick goes just with everything going on with him. And then I got Niger in the fourth. Dumb. So just, yeah, I went running back heavy. And then uh, wide receiver-wise, I mean, getting Mike Williams. I mean, I didn't think that was going to happen, but I got Mike Williams, Debo. So I have a nice little balance of rosters. The, the big thing is, like, I, I, I this year, I really went for, like, production versus, like, um, like risk versus reward. Okay. So, like, in my mind, is like, who are the guys that I know are going to get the looks and targets in offense versus, like, the guys who I think might just go off because, like, they have they have a lot of hype around them or they have a lot of potential around them. A lot of upside. So, you went, yeah. for, you, you went for proven commodities versus upside. Uh, yeah. I definitely went for more, like, proven production to where, like, I know, like, hey, these guys are going to be part of the offense versus, like, hey, this guy might be a part of it or this guy might, like, they might just be hype around them. Because that's what I've done in years past where, like, I've always taken somebody – I feel like my um, like go off because of like just the hype around them or like the free agency beside of it. But this year, my big thing was going based off of uh, production and, and just getting good value overall. Good. So I felt pretty good about my team. Um, I'm gonna say my best pick is gonna be Kelsey. I mean, he's a wide receiver one in the tight end position. Mm-hmm. So when you're able to get that. Um, and just have that every week as like that extra spot on top of what you have as wide receiver one and two and your flexes. Mm. It's awesome. So uh, definitely my best pick. I knew that uh, once Bijan was gone, that that was going to be my pick because I knew he wasn't going to get past Clint at 10 and 11. So that had to be my first round pick. So uh, yeah, happy to see him run it back this year. My worst pick, um, I told you this already, this is going to be probably the bane, the headache of my whole season is going to be Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. So I took him in the third round. Um, right now he's out for the first four games, and just something tells me that situation is not going to get better. So I feel like unless he gets traded, I may not see that man play. Mm-hmm. I may not see that man play. So just one of those things to where it's a risk-risk reward. Um Hopefully he gets traded so that he can go somewhere, be productive, get be a good player. But I don't see him playing for the Colts, if I'm being honest. Unless he just says, like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to ride this year and then go be a free agent. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I just feel like it's a great value pick. But it just, because of what's going on with it, that's probably going to be the the headache 
of what I have to deal with for the years. Is he going to play or is he not going to play? Is he going to get traded or is he not going to get traded? Mm. So, yeah, I would say JT, Jonathan Taylor, that's going to be my, my troublesome pick for the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sleeper pick. So, that may not sound like much of a sleeper. I, uh, so, I, I'm going to go two ways with this. But, um, obviously, being a Chargers fan, I know what the offense is doing. It's going to be a very high-volume passing offense. And so with that, you're going to see a lot of looks down the field. You're going to see a lot of big intermediate routes happening. And I was able to get Mike Williams. So Mike Williams is a really proven commodity, even last year in the Lombardi offense, but put up numbers. Touchdown machine guy. Um, that's that's like our guy that gets a touchdown in the receiver corps. So mm-hmm. uh, he could be a really big asset for me if he stays healthy and plays the whole season. But then on the other side of it, I also took our rookie wide receiver, Quinnen Johnson. Hmm. And right now in training camp, um, in the preseason, he just looks like he's a magnet for the ball. He has that downfield speed to to, uh, get behind defenses. He can go get those jump balls. He just has really good hands. So we'll see. I mean, like I said, if Mike Williams doesn't stay healthy or Keaton gets hurt immediately, he steps in into that number two spot. Mm. You can see some production out of him. And then I have Herbert as my quarterback. So just hopefully one of those two does something to where that could be a big uh, big advantage for me in the season. Nice. Yeah. All right. And I like that. You know, I feel like I feel like overall, and then we, we, we all understand this, draft day doesn't win you championships. Okay, it won Clint last year. I'm not going to say it. It won Clint last year. Normally it does. And normally it doesn't, but yes. like we talked about this last uh, last night. I mean, Clint just drafted so well last year, and, and they, all stayed, they stayed healthy. Like I think you said, he made one trade with the Fred Eckler trade, yep. and his team was set. So it's just like sometimes look at the draw falls to where like you have really good draft and your guys stay healthy, and you're cool. Yep, that's. That's the name of the game, yeah. and like I said, I'm coming for everybody's next. So week one, we'll see what happens. Yep, I got you, John. We'll see. Don't even worry about it. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, you going Well, I think what last year I got the sweep. I got the sweep. Last year's last year. John. That's what I'm saying. So we'll see. We'll see how the look, looks. I don't look back at the flames of yesterday. Shyron, the fallen king. <laughs> I still have that name. I've changed it up. <laughs> You're not changing the picture, though, right? No, that, that that's actually a legendary picture. <laughs> Uh, I love you, bro. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, last thing is, what do you think? Who do you think has? I'm not gonna say best team, but who do you think has a team this year that will surprise people, or that's gonna be like come out of nowhere? Hmm. Hmm. So, my 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 innate gut feeling. Well, 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 because he was Sacco last year, well, we understand that he he had a good draft, but I really think Scott Skyler's going to do well. You know, my my all-time sleeper that, that I always want to do well is Mr. Wenz. Yeah, and that's Mr. what I'm feeling. And Mr. Wenz did... I think he had a really good draft. Team. And, he had a really good draft. Yeah, so I'm I'm really banking on him. Yeah, I think, well. I think he's due for a playoff. A playoff run. A playoff run, and then he can meet me in the championship and lose, and and, and he'll still make profit. So yeah. I, I really like that. Yeah. 
or I can meet you in the championship, and then he could be third place and and get his money back. I'm fine with that too. Sensational. I like that plan. With that. So we're gonna go ahead and transition over to our new topic. We also we also had a nice little event that we went to yeah. not too long ago. Hard I mean, almost summer. at the beginning of the month now. We're yeah, the month. that's crazy. Um, hard summer was absolutely amazing. To anybody that didn't know, there was, you know, it was it was legendary. Yeah, it was at the Coliseum. So back in LA, really good time. I mean, it was. My, um, I'm just going to dive into it from the perspective of um, my surprise DJ was Miss Sippy. Oh, yeah. Sippy was cool. I, call, I called her Sippy Cup. But, yeah, yeah. She, was, she was rocking it in, in, inside the Coliseum. The, the, that was, you know, again, I always say this because, you know, that this always happens in EDC for me as well. But there's, I, I love going to a concert slash festival and you go see a DJ and or maybe a singer if you like to go to certain places that you don't know of and they just completely blow you away. And they're just cool. Like, you're just back there like, damn, who is this? Yeah. <laughs> like, hold on. It wasn't just the first song. It's yeah. the first 10 because I'm here the whole set even yeah. though I was supposed to get water. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I love that. Um, I love that, of course, you know, we went to go see ISO EXO. We already know Screw. Skrill was gonna kill it. That was my main purpose for buying the Tillich. Uh, that that back to back was amazing. Yeah. Um, of course, I feel like we, we, our group t- talked about this as well. You know, as, as much as we love um, Mr. Mr. Uh, Summit, right? John Summit. Yeah, yeah, John Summit. You know, we just felt like that 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 set could have been better. I mean, I, this is what I go back to is like it's John Summit and Cascade, mm. like. Cascades like that dude's like inspiration for some of the music. So I get it. Um, I blame this more on like Insomniac for how they scheduled it. Is like know the crowd. So like if you're gonna have like a lot of techno, like house, like stop music like that, like you're in, you're at Hard Summer. That's probably not gonna be the best move. Like I would have said like put Subtronics like back to back uh Johnson like that would have been perfect for that. Mm. But it's Cascade, he's a name. Um it just like I said, it wasn't a bad set. No. It wasn't a bad yet. set. I think it was just like really, really slow. And when you're at an event that ends at eleven and you're trying to rage and like just kinda of get the most out of it and it's like constantly kinda of going up and down, like you're gonna be like, Alright. So yeah, yeah, and then I just think it was the expectations as well because we have seen him before. Yeah. We've seen him by himself. We've seen him. In, we've seen a uh, subjonics, whatever the heck you yeah, call subjonics it. That, that freaking EDC that was legendary. So, um, so yeah, like I said, that, that that was one of the sets where I was like, okay, that this is cool. Not mad at it, but definitely, of course, wanted and expected more. But I got that from Skrillex, so I did. Yeah. I, I did it. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. Eddie. I mean, Hamdi was sick too. Hamdi, Hamdi was my. Uh, Surprise set of the weekend for sure because surprise set okay. yeah because only saying that because at EDC we saw him he was cool but that set was just yeah that was a set that was from, a good from set. start to finish I yeah. had, I had to go I had to go breathe a little extra I think I forgot no you I forgot to breathe and uh I'm not done Francis I saw XO yeah I did forget yeah to breathe, XO, XO. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The pits were definitely a theme. Yeah. This full shallow got out of the pit. This <laughs> is like, why am I so tired? <laughs> you <I> was, were breathing. <laughs> I was like, yo, I feel a little lightheaded. Right yeah. 
Yeah, I forgot to breathe. Um, and and Kawachi got me a good too. Kawachi was yeah. <laughs> brought it brought out another side of me, but that's but that's why I I love our group. You know, our group especially is the fact that we're not just you know not just house. We're not just dubstep. We're not just you know where we're gonna go watch it. We're literally everything. We can go to every stage and everything. It was fun. Uh, it was fun. Literally, we watched Luda. 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 That, was, that was my soul. Did that one? Yes, my yeah. soul definitely. Because I, I didn't know. You know, I was, I was taking my drinks, and all of a sudden, I was like, "Ooh, another song. Ooh, yeah. and another one. Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm rapping this just yeah. from like, just from like muscle memory. Yeah. So I'm like, yo. So that was, that was an amazing set. Yeah, Luda I, was cool. Wookie was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else did we see there? We saw someone else. Or no, we didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was, it was, uh, it was uh, Wookie and Luda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so overall, for me, I feel like Hard Summer did an amazing job. Yeah. That that event was spaced out. I didn't feel um, really squished at all. Of course, only, that was nice. Yeah, only for Skrillex. But even then, I mean, it's freaking Skrillex. Yeah. We all understand everybody's gonna be there. So, like I said, that, that was that was a fun time. It was a good time. Of course, just like anything else, real quick. Um, as anybody that's ever f- followed our little rave journey has gone, you know, myself and our Mr. Not Here Right Now is uh, Matt, you know, from time to time, m- me and him get into some incidents. <laughs> well, You're bringing like, up the court? <laughs> more like victims here. So essentially, we, we get touched by some of the, you know, the same sex type of people. And, you know, I, 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 I'm a peaceful guy. I'm a peaceful guy. <laughs> So this guy, in this particular situation, he got me while I was in water line, and he was in front of me. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking straight, you know. He's, he's talking to his boy. I have a picture. Oh, I, I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you do. So we're going, whatever. He goes to turn around, and and acts, and and of course he's gonna walk past me. But as he turns around, he lifts his right hand up for no apparent reason. Like, 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 like he's going to do like a backward swim. Yeah. So he's doing that. And right when he turns to walk away, he drops his hand, caresses my hand a little bit, j- j- just like a nice little boom, touch, grab, and go. Uh-huh. And I stare at this fool. <laughs> and this fool, like, gives me a little side eye. He knows I'm staring. He just, he, he walks away. So uh-huh. I'm, like, I'm like, okay. It is what it is. I ain't going to say nothing. He comes back around to my left. You saw that, bro. Like, like a little shadow. Yeah. Jesus. And then he, and then he, he had the audacity just to stand there and then kind of look back at me. I was, I was like, "What's up, dog?" <laughs> and then this was just like, "Uh," and then just walked away. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's it's life. The court's there. <laughs> Why did you have the glitter on you, Shiloh? Oh yeah. <laughs> Why did you have the glitter on you? <laughs> that irked me. I don't, I don't know how that happened. So the funniest part was this fool was like, how did I get glitter on me? And then 10 minutes later, there's this guy in front of us that has glitter all over his face. Oh. And I'm just like, hey, Shadow, there's your guy. That one, that one hurt my chest. <laughs> I got, I had a lady staring to my soul. You oh, yeah. That? that was, that made me uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, everyone. So I, I, I don't know if anybody's ever experienced this before, but have you ever just been walking? You know, ladies, you probably have because there's a whole lot of weirdos. Um, but you're just walking, and then you, as you're going through, you, you kind of make eye contact with you somebody. You feel. You felt, you felt it. You That's just feel. True. 
I was feeling this presence. Yeah. And sometimes when you feel like someone's looking at you, but like it's it's kind of good, you know, especially when you're at the rave, you're like, ooh, maybe this is a good stare. Not at all. <laughs> In her mind, I feel like she was saying a spell on me. Yeah. Because the way she stared at me, and, and, and I don't know if you saw, bro, I tried to look away. <laughs> you did. No, away. you did try to look away. So I was like, okay. Man. And she just said, ah, oh, she was just like, and the way she walked, it wasn't yeah. like a straight beam. It, it was, was like, like a sidewalk. Yeah. yeah. It was and I'm and I ended up look staring at her. She stared at me. And there was no like form of like happiness. There was no form of happiness. <laughs> like it's just a stare. She just looked at you and was like, You're mine. <laughs> Your soul is mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. I almost ran. Yeah. I just I saw like I'm I'm at this point I'm just an observer and I'm walking by and I see the interaction and I'm laughing because I'm just like why is Shiloh? Yeah. I'm thinking that too <laughs> while I'm getting another drink. <laughs> why why is Shiloh? And I look at Shiloh I was like dog what was that? He's like bro. <laughs> I was like it's not even seven o'clock yet. Yeah. It's not, it was it the sun was still out. <laughs> So, so yeah, that, that that was a few experiences from Hard Summer. We definitely had to share with everybody, man. Um, let's talk about our, our our little routine we've been doing because you know I've been yeah. A lot of people have been asking about it. Yeah, man. You know, so what's so what have we been doing, John? Because I feel like I just show up and get ready to get at it. Yeah. So uh, me and Shiloh's schedule is kind of aligned perfectly to begin this workouts in, but. Maybe yeah, uh, like what, one, like twelve o'clock, one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So we, so. yeah, we, me and him both get after it after work, and it's such a big adjustment because I, I, I've had people ask me as well. You know, um, it, it, it's not just working out after work; it's literally working out at twelve, twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. You know, one o'clock, and still being able to work out efficiently, coming home, um, you know, still getting the protein, and you still. Um, still being productive and not having your body just absolutely wear down. And our new regimen and routine, it's worked. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been seeing the benefits of it. I've been seeing everything across my life just be better, even even my form of discipline, because it, it takes a special type of discipline to get off at, you know, 1130, 12 o'clock, you know, all the people that get off very late and then go hit the gym, you know, because yeah. you, you, you have every excuse um, to, to not go versus somebody that, you know, yeah. if you're a morning person, whenever you get up, the sun's out, this and that. So you're like, okay, I have that feeling to do so. Yeah. I think that's the, the cool part for me too is like, I, I have, if you would have told me this like a year ago or a year and a half ago, like, oh yeah, you're going to work out at 11 o'clock or 1 o'clock in the morning. Like, fuck no, I'm not. Like, mm-hmm. that's dumb. But um, I think just my mindset this year shifted a lot and just being able to do what you can, like control what you can. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I, and I've always said this too, it's like, I think it's a lot easier to do something consistently, mm-hmm. um, do something, commit to something a lot more when there's another person involved. And so, for example, like, okay, if I just go after work and I decide not to go, then cool, that's on me. Like, that's that's my, that's, that's my consequence. But now, like, if I don't, like, if I say, you know what, like, me and Shiloh are both going to go, now if I don't go... Now Shiloh's not gonna go. Shiloh's not gonna have someone to work out with, and it's like, okay, like, what the fuck? I don't want to be the person. I don't want to be the reason why we're fucking not succeeding or we're not doing what we have to do. So I mean, a lot of the times, like that's how I look at it. Like, mm-hmm. I've always said, like, hey, if I have someone else, like, if, if someone else is wait, waiting on me or someone else is expecting me, then I'm gonna be there. Like, my mind is gonna be like, 
fuck it. like fuck your excuses fucking go so i think that's a cool part for me is like because of uh how our routines are like how our schedules are set up and routines are it makes it a lot more like okay like this is what we got to do like even yesterday like, on my day off mm-hmm. i could have went and worked out any time throughout the day but i was like no fuck i'm just gonna wait like i'm gonna get all my shit done knock everything out clean like clean my room kind of like i just like i said sleep in catch my sip a little bit and then i'll go tonight when Shiloh gets off so um i think that's like the big thing is just uh, like you said like the discipline um the mindset of it and i feel like um i'm being a lot more productive with my time mm-hmm. in that sense because like, i think the big thing i said <clears throat> but when we first started this was like i wasn't sleeping really well at night so like i would get home from work and have a hard time falling asleep or like I would like it would be like that kind of sleep where like you kind of wake up and then you go back to sleep and you wake up and you go back to sleep mm-hmm. and ever since we've been doing this routine like I stay asleep like I don't have any issues like uh, falling asleep and staying asleep uh, so like it's kind of like a what's the word uh an addition by subtraction I may not be getting as much sleep but I feel like I'm getting better quality sleep because before like I would go to bed like at 12 or 1 but I would wake up at three or I'll wake up at five or I'll mm. wake up at seven and then I have to fall back asleep. So it's like, I'm getting sleep, but like the quality of it isn't great. So we're like now, like if I go to sleep at three, I'm getting up at like eight or nine, but I'm not waking up at like four or five. Like it's like a straight solid sleep. So I think that's the biggest benefit for me is like, it's weird. Cause you would think, okay, like he's getting less sleep. But I feel like my body's getting better quality sleep now. Uh, I'm proud of you. I'm so happy for you, my friend. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's... I love that, and and I will always encourage that to people. You know, if you do have somebody, if you do have, you know, your bestie for the breastie, a cousin, a family member, uh, a grandparent, you know... A grandparent? (laughs) You didn't want to get a grandparents right now? (laughs) Yeah. After we went through the beginning of this podcast? Yeah. Yeah, my... My ninja is, uh, yeah, she's not happy. She's not going to the gym with you, bro. <laughs> she's not going. She's not even going to the store with me. No. I got a better one. I don't think she even would go to the casino. <laughs> she, no, she wouldn't. Jeez. <sighs> Bless that woman. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, that's, it's just a blessing to have. Like I said, it's a blessing to have you. Like I said, but by my side, you, you, you're my boy. I just, I've seen a continuous progress and this is only phase one. Oh know? yeah. And, and I'm telling everybody this, we're, we're, I'm, I'm coming for everybody's neck out there. Um, and when, when I say that it's, it's from a perspective of, I can't wait for my own personal growth. You know, like this personal growth is going to help me in my career and security and everything that I do wise, um, for my future family and all that other stuff. So actually taking that seriously and understanding that, you know, uh, at 20, it doesn't matter how old you are, um, you know, but tomorrow isn't promised. And especially when you want to start a family and you want to be that guy for that family, uh, you, you, you have to be that beacon of hope, but you also have to be that light, that picture. You feel me? Uh, so I'm the model, uh, the example, mm-hmm. be the example. Cause all that talking and everything else ain't really gonna, gonna cut it at the end of the day. I feel like so. That's our biggest thing for that. Uh, let's go ahead and transition real quick before we get to our final little game. Um, Something else we've been doing at late at night, too. <laughs> these casino runs. Yeah. And mind you, I'm, I haven't been until a month ago. Um, I've never done roulette. I've never um, 
been one to really gamble because especially in my family, uh, gambling addictions and just addictions in general are very high. Um, it's just, you know, we uh, everybody has their niches. So because of what I've seen, I haven't done that, but I really have found my niche out of nowhere in regards to roulettes. Um, I've won, I've won quite, quite a lot. Doing quite well. Quite Doing well. pretty good. So, um, how's that kind of just been? You know, just, just like that, that, that random. It's interesting because, like you said, it's very random. Like we just randomly, uh, like you said, you got hooked up with those rooms from Morongo, and it was just one of those things. Like, all right, I feel like we're here. Like, let's just go fuck around. Cause I, mean, I think we, when we got the room, like we didn't plan to go gambling. I think we were gonna go for the uh, the flamingo thing yeah, and just little, chill. Yeah, a little flamingo night. We're, we're we're there for the party. Yeah, and then all of a sudden we're like, oh, you want to go down uh, to floors and gamble a little bit? And it's just like, sure. And then sure enough, man, like you've been winning uh, some good money on it. So it's a nice little thing too, because like how how like I said, we're kind of looking at it. It's just like it's supplemental. It's very supplemental. Like I think. Um, you put it right, uh, like how you said, like, we're not being self-destructive with it, which can happen very easily like that. Like, we're trying to be smart about it um, and just make it something that's, like, residual in that sense. Like, if we're going, like, we know mm-hmm. what we're, we we're going to spend, we know what we're going to do, and that's it. It's a learn- it is a learning curve. I'll say that. It's a learning curve. Because yep. you see, like, how you can be up and then be down. So, <laughs> yeah, really quick quickly yeah took my soul quickly but like i said that's yeah that's a part of it it's a part of it but like i said i like i like it because like it's just something different i think it's something that like is like not almost out of our element but because like we haven't really done it before like it's just something new and interesting so yeah yeah it's new interesting and like i said the social aspect of it too it's a great it's a great social aspect you do meet a lot of people and you know a lot of the times people that are playing with this money got a little money so you yeah. meet some people that you have good connections to i mean um so yeah that's been fun like i said a lot of stories one in particular is going to be done at the end yeah. um but you know the biggest thing I, i've always felt like is the vibe of the dealer is always <laughs> something that is real is heck yeah that it is, is something i've learned it really is the vibe of the dealer and then people are asking like 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 what does that mean you know you just walk up no no you, you can feel yeah there are some dealers that you come in if the shift changes that give me like if a shift change happens and the, and it just feels ominous like get the fuck off that table <laughs> that's something i've learned yeah and i've gone down multiple yeah. times over that so yeah so it's that's very real because there are some people you know, um, and I truly feel like that is a thing. I feel like for for those types of jobs where it's luck or something like that, to where you know everything is a force, everything yeah. is 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 what you put off. So so those dealers that are happy that 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 that, are, that want to give, that are excited for their people, that they're drawing for, etc. Yeah. I feel like that feeds in and that gets that because I've seen that every time I've won, it's been with the dealer. I vibe with it's cool. On my little Fang Fang, my boy Fang Fang. That's <laughs> Fang Fang. Fang Fang. If I see him again, that's another honey Fang Fang. Yeah. You already know what we're gonna win today, baby. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's that's really and and, 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 and I'm not I'm not superstitious. I'm superstitious. <laughs> I'm gonna use that next time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, so with that. 
So we're going to do this little segment. I don't know how often we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing it because the deal cast is a little bit easier to do when it's just us. Mm-hmm. But um, have you guys ever just been talking with somebody and they're telling a story and you're just like, yo, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. So that's that's just a little segment is what we're doing this week is, yo, that's crazy. Yep. And I will go ahead and lead it off because it's going to lead to my casino escapade. So just recently, um, and it hurts my heart, we just we visited this beautiful casino, Sam Manuel. Um, going over to the roulette tables, there's a particular table that was $25 minimums. Mind you, I am a baller on a budget. So $25 minimums is where, is where I shine at. And if it's $15, oh, I'm, I'm going to be there yeah. for an hour. <laughs> but uh, so anyways... We're going or whatever. I already played at this one table. I, I won some money, so we end up leaving. I end up coming back later to that same table, not realizing they upped it to $50 minimum. <laughs> so I so I come in with my $100. I put it down. Whoop, whoop. I'm looking at this guy. This guy's already off, you know, but, I, but I'm like, you know what? This table's been good to me. I'm going to yeah. keep going. He gives me my chips. Start counting them. I start putting them down. I put fifty dollars down. This man looks at me <laughs> and says, "Oh, oh, you can you can continue to put more down." I, I said, "No, like, no, I'm I'm good." He was like, he was like, "No," he was like, "No, you gotta put them all down." Da, da, ba, ba, ba. He started. Pressing. He said fifty dollar minimum. Yeah, he said fifty dollar minimum. Yeah. I'm looking at this fool like, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching this the whole entire time, and I'm just, like, <laughs> just like, and I'm looking at this food like, are you, you know what? So I said, you know what? Boom, 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 boom. Hunted on the table. Yeah. Hunted on the drop. He said, good luck. I, I hope you win. <laughs> so he's going to hit me with the, good luck. I hope you win. Energy. Energy. <laughs> then he hit me with that. Right, right then and there, I should have known <laughs> that it was a setup. Cause lo and behold, energy, energy, double zero. <laughs> this boy's trying to get a spirit bomb. <laughs> that fool got me, and and his face when he pulled that double zero. Oh yeah, and he looked, was. He looked at he looked at you. There were three other people on the table, and he looked right at you. He looked at me. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Right when, I don't even know his name, but I'm going to call him No Name. No Name. No Name. No Name. I got some subtle beef with No Name. I'm going to start watching. Here's the thing is, I can't say shit because I'm telling you I'm supposed to be there. So So I was watching this all go down and I'm watching Shiloh put down his other 50. I'm like, he gave him 100. I was like, why is he putting that on? His, his, uh, his, his chips. And I was watching this and I'm just like, uh, that's not good. I already knew that was a member of the court. That was an agent. I was like, that was an agent. That guy was sent. Yeah, he was sent to get Shiloh. He was sent by a higher power. And and guess what? He accomplished his job. He did, right? Hey, that's crazy. Because <laughs> as fast as we walked in there, we walked right back out. That was probably the fastest we ever walked out of the casino. We literally walked in and went to the table, and we were like, well. <laughs> One spin. The best part was, I, I was the two days later. 
I'm walking out and I see that man going into his shift and I'm like, Shyla, I just saw your boy going into his shift. And I immediately got tricked. Uh, <laughs> and then I was just, oh just God. I was just like, wow. But but yeah, so Mr. Noname got me good with no, my no, hundo. No, no, yeah, he got me good with my hundo, so it looks like I ain't going nowhere for two weeks. <laughs> Damn, I was crazy. <laughs> so what about you, John? What's yours? Damn, you know what? I'm really trying to think, bro. I feel like there's been a lot of stuff happening, but like, I think, what was this? Was this Monday or Tuesday? Yesterday was Tuesday, right? I hope so. No, let me see. Yeah, yeah it was Tuesday. Dog, so Monday, uh, I was at work. And um, they had these ladies that were in Alcabana. They're probably like in their fifties, like straight up in their fifties. So we get that. We, yeah, we get we get that. Like women just want to come hang out, have a nice little pool day, like chill. And bro, I kid you not, like they left at like probably like six, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna come back. Like, what time do we have this base till?" They have it till nine. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like I went on my lunch at eight, and then they come back. So I was like, all right, cool. They're probably not coming back. So like when I get back, we're cleaning it. Bro, I come back from my lunch, and they got all the stuff in the cabana, and they're like, all right, we're going to hang out here for a little bit. So, like, they have their drinks, like, out, like, on the, like by the pool and the jacuzzi, and, like, they're just enjoying it, bro. Loud. Like, loud. Like, really, really loud. Bro, like, they laugh like witches. Like, they were they were cooking. They were brewing something up in that jacuzzi, because, like, that shit was just freaking crazy. And I'm just like, bro, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you really can't. It's mo- It's Monday. I'm <laughs> like, it's Monday night. <laughs> like, I get it. It's like bachelor night or something like that. But, like, this is not a 50-year-old Monday night behavior. <laughs> there, there, there is no age limit on Monday night behavior, John. No. So, this, it gets worse. Okay? It gets way worse, bro. So, like, it's getting closer and closer to close. Like, I'm moving my rounds. And, like, they're probably, like, the last, like... In the last like ten or fifteen minutes, okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to just walk by, like straighten out the chairs, bro. And like, there's like a twerk off going on in the fucking jacuzzi, mm. hands on the fucking wall of our jacuzzi. That yes, doing some shit. And bro, I kid you not. Bless her heart, bigger older woman is on there shaking her ass, and I saw something I wish I would not. I had to, I instantly had to look away because it was her straight bare ass. Oh, really? Yeah, straight bare ass is fucking twerking on the wall. Old, I'm just like, dog, like, you're someone's grandma probably. Like, what? what is going on here? What is going on here? Uh-huh. So we, have, we actually have a, a term for, like, these type of women that come and do this. We call them book club. We call it a book club, bro. And that was book club gone wild. Book club. Yeah. It's book club gone wild. That shit was just... That's crazy. That's crazy. So I'm just, I'm I, I'm even trying to imagine this right now. So I, I'm I'm walking in the pool. There's a little area. I got 50 year old women. Now mind you, there there's some bad 50 year olds. So you're They're saying the bad. opposite of They're bad. bad. They're not bad. So whatever. So even Longoria, whatever I'm thinking about no. right now. If I was on hike, it's not fucking <laughs> Sofia Vergara. No, we're talking fucking. Uh, Martha Stewart ass fucking Rachel fucking uh what what's her name? Like shit like that. You have me at Martha Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's 
That's definitely crazy. Yeah, it was crazy, bro. And I'm just like, I'm yeah. I was like, it's happened before, bro. But like, when you're at that point where you're like, it takes effort, bro, to like, get your hands on the fucking wall, out of the water, mind you, out of the water. <laughs> They're out of the water and shake your ass. Like, what are you doing? They're letting loose because it's bachelor night, Monday night. No, there, there was no TV in sight. <laughs> That was just why for what <laughs> for what Shiloh? <laughs> you know what? The, the kids are going to college now. The kids are in high school now. You let those women be, but I Monday, did let them be. But, but it was just, Monday nights now. I'm, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> that's all I have to say about that one. <laughs> I'm gonna go apply and work there on the morning shift. They'll be there too, bro. The morning, the morning shit is where they try to get drunk. You want to actually hear? Let me. So they actually do one more story, just because this will add on to you. This is crazy. So this was probably like two or three weeks ago, bro. It's uh, Saturday. Hmm. I came into work and uh, I go talk to one of the lifeguards. Like it's like the first five minutes. And she's like, "Oh wait, let me go help this lady." And like in my mind, I'm okay. Like maybe she's old. Like she's having a hard time like getting out of the pool. Hmm. I go over to the, uh, my coworkers. And they're like, oh, yeah, those ladies took edibles. And I'm like, they took edibles to come out to the pool in the hot sun and 100-degree weather and drink. Sensational. And they've been in the pool for hours. And I'm like, <laughs> rookies. <laughs> I said rookies. <laughs> but it gets better. It gets better. So, like, 20 minutes go by. And like all of a sudden, like they're just not doing well. So like we have to go check, we have to go check on them and help them. They're just not doing well. We have to call uh, EMS because like the ladies have to pass out. Oh my! One God. of them starts throwing up, oh and then God. it's it's all bad. They get stretchered out. They get they get stretchered out. Okay. They get stretchered out. <laughs> Somebody's grandma got stretchered out of the hotel because they took apple. <laughs> So this wasn't like no no our age. You're no, like, this was like they were probably sixty. I want to say actually like sixty. They were elder book. Club <laughs> they were elder book club members. Yeah, rookies. What? So what's going on now? The book club? The the, the book club? Oh, right? that's what I'm saying. Like that's crazy. Like what's going on? We're taking edibles. We're drinking. We're twerking at the salmon well pool. I don't know. That's correct. And I'm just an innocent bystander. <laughs> sounds it sounds like a nice little another beautiful day in the IE. It, it it really is. It'd be like that. <laughs> It'd be like that. So yeah. <sighs> well, everyone, <laughs> this has been fun rocking with the duo cast. It is. We're gonna go ahead and call it a day. Get it started. Get it cracking. So thank you everybody for vibing with us. Yeah. Make sure you tune in, of course, to our next episodes if you haven't checked out. Our previous episodes, <clears throat> so sorry, you can go on our Instagram page, go to our link tree. Uh, we have Spotify, um, Spotify, Apple Music, and now we are uploading our videos to YouTube now. The biggest and best thing by my boy here, John. 
Um, so like I said, just make sure you go to YouTube, you give us a follow, subscribe, uh, subscribe. We please. need that subscribe count to go up. Like yes. We need. Yes, indeed. We need it. Yeah. We need it. So like I said, just spread the word out, get, get us out. And I will always give this shout out to everybody that is listening. If you do ever feel like you want to hop on the podcast with us to promote a business, promote yourself, any art that Our you do. Tell some stories like we just did right now. Exactly. I love, those are my favorites. <laughs> Literally. Like I said, this podcast is a networking podcast, so we're not only connecting businesses, entrepreneurs, uh, people within the community, coaches, etc., but just Good everybody vibes. else. I want to vibe with you. I want Straight to, up. Exactly. Because like I said, this That's Crazy uh, segment, I feel like a lot of you got a lot of stories. I know a lot of y'all have some That's Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, this is your boy Shiloh. This is your boy, John. And just one more thing, too. Uh, we want to give a little thank you mm. to everybody. We just hit 250 followers on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And to some, that may not seem like a whole lot. To mm. others, it might be amazing. But, like, again, we do appreciate a lot of you rocking with us. Consistent support. Consistently just, like, engaging. Consistently uh, giving us good feedback about what we're doing. That was a big thing with, like, the YouTube Mm. was uh we got we we i had to get on top of that and i'm figuring it out was because a lot of you asked like hey i want to be able to watch it like i i look i listen i watch podcasts better than just listening to them so um again thank you because uh that's the big reason why we do this is so that we get that interaction we get that feedback from you guys to make this better so yeah as shiloh said thank you for rocking with us and as always be safe god bless love one another <laughs>